2: chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your
3: money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything that's on your mind we can talk about, I try to be honest and fair about the those kind of ideas uh it doesn't always work out the way i want it to but i try Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 to get your calls on the air um anything that you want to talk about we can talk about so profiting from pokemon we could talk about how microsoft and google and others will all do pretty well um because it's kind of unlo- un i it's open a genie so to speak uh, uh, the bottle that the genie's in and Facebook and music and electronic arts and Nvidia they all stand to benefit we have the big GOP convention going on today starting Donald Trump's convention you can hear a lot of media about it you're gonna hear a lot about taxes on wealthy investing in infrastructure lifting the minimum wage toughening financial reform Um, one side will be on one side of the fence and the other side will be on the other and sometimes they'll meet in the middle or kind of get and steal basic ideas from each other. Um, Trump wants to cut the seven tax brackets to three. Top rate falling from, 25, from 39.6% to 25%. All would pay less taxes, His idea, with lower income houses owing nothing. Corporate tax rates would fall 15% from 35%. The rate for smaller businesses that pay, the personal rate, would drop down to 15%. Most tax breaks would be scrapped. Now, the ramifications of that are huge. Lower rates for both households and companies initially could spur consumer spending and business investment. The decline in the corporate rate theoretically should make the U.S. more competitive, attracting multinationals, creating jobs, economy would grow 3.7% in 2017 under Trump's plan versus 3% versus the current law, um, according to Moody's, Moody's Analytics. The plan would cut the federal revenue by $9.5 trillion over 10 years. Trump says the gap would be closey, closed by eliminating tax loopholes, a better economy, and cutting government waste. Moody's and Oxford's economics say the bulk of that gap would have to be financed by more deficit swelling borrowing. So $9.5 trillion. That would spike interest rates, it would dampen borrowing, it would trigger a recession. So a lot to be gained or lost at the conventions over the next three weeks. Clinton calls on raising taxes on high-income houses, completely opposite of Trump. Nearly all the increases would be borne by the top 1%. She's hasn't yet echoed President Obama's call to trim the corporate tax rate to 28%, like Trump. Clinton intends to discourage the practice of merging with a foreign company to avoid U.S. taxes. Tax credits would be offered to businesses that hire, you know, apprentices or invest in communities facing manufacturing job losses. So we'll learn a lot more about trade. You know, how will China play out in the eyes of U.S. investments? You know, want to declare China a currency manipulator because of its past efforts to push down the value of the yuan? Um, it's going to be interesting to say the least. So, you know, Clinton wants to crack down on Chinese currency manipulations. They have that kind of in common. Minimum wage, Trump says he initially opposes a rate rate hike in minimum wage to $7.25 an hour. Then he said he supports a higher pay for, but would prefer to leave it to the states. So that's little or no impact, right? Clinton says she thinks minimum wage for the federal government and federal minimum wage should be $12 an hour, and she thinks states should go further. Um, the tough part about that is some states, I mean, every every state's capital probably could support a higher minimum wage, but the rural areas probably can't without some sort of ramification. So pay attention, if you can, and ask questions, you know, what will Dodd-Frank look like, Um Clinton wants to expand it. Trump wants to dismantle it. So dismantling it would provide opportunity for economic growth, but a repeal would wreak havoc for banks, which have spent millions to implement it. Whereas Clinton wants to expand it, and that could be a negative for the economy, but it could guard against a crisis. I don't think in life there's any right answers. There's just compromises, and I think that's important to note. And and again, I don't have to be right. I might be, but I don't have to be right. The upper middle class in the United States has more than doubled since 1979. That's kind of exciting. Um, Woo-hoo! Doesn't mean much to you, though, does it? Because you either are or you're not. So the report shows that the upper middle class made up about 12.9% of the United States population in 1979. Now it's about 29.4%. On average, incomes have grown 53% in that period of time. The rich and upper middle class account for about 63% of all incomes. So I would say most of us are upper middle class or rich. That's not bad, 63%. But then, trust me, if you're not part of that 63%, you're like, I want mine. Bank of America topped earnings and revenue expectations, but they're incredibly lowered from the year before. So it's, I'm not going to say you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're just damned. Uh, When you have falling revenues and falling earnings, you're celebrating it. That's a bad trend, and the stock reflects that in the last, you know, three four years of the stock performance. A lot of renters are souring on home ownership, which is bad news for me because I have a home. I don't, I don't feel gloriously, like woohoo, because I own a home. I need someone to buy it down the road. As home prices and rents continue to rise, confidence in the housing market is starting to wane. It's showing up in the weaker traffic at open houses and less interest in taking on a mortgage. A lot of people have a lot of student loans. Millennials today have the lowest home ownership rate of their age group in recorded history. On the flip side, see how there's no right answers. Four out of five people who currently own a home say now's a good time to buy. I think you should rent unless you're going to be in that home for five or more years. I think the benefits of owning are heavily tied to paying yourself rent. I think the home will or won't appreciate on its own. My neighbor I talked to yesterday, he's like, hey, when I retire in 11 years, if the home appreciates just 3% a year each year for the next 11 years, I'll be able to rent it for $9,000. I'll buy a condo up on the hill and live happily ever after. I'm like, oof, if only. So that's what you got from me. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Chipotle customers aren't coming back anytime soon, according to a new study. Chipotle Mexican Grill is having problems wooing back customers after a string of foodborne illnesses were linked to the restaurant. Uh, Morgan Stanley analysts have downgraded shares to equal weight from overweight. They've slashed the price target to 405 from 416. And they just see a protracted recovery. The sales recovery is going to remain more protracted uh, than the market believes and possibly more costly because they're going to have to ramp up marketing and spending to lure customers back in. The PolyMex Mexican Grill, CMG, has done a summer rewards program that it's going to probably extend. Um, when you go into a luxury car dealer and you're like, I'm going to wait for it to go on sale, good luck with that. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. more. Find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show.
1: Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM
2: 1220
3: KDOW. Don't miss the San Francisco Money Show, August 23rd through 25th at the San Francisco Marriott Marquis. Visit SanFranciscoMoneyShow.com. I'm naming this the song of the summer for me. You remember when you were younger, Chad, and music was really super important? Yep. And you'd listen to music all the time during the summer because you're no longer in school and you'd stay up late. And...
4: Are kids doing that today? Absolutely. You know, it's funny because it's it, since my son is 16 and he's, you just go through that phase in life where you're really into music because you actually listen to the words and what does it mean and what is yeah. life about and that kind of stuff. Um, and he loves all the stuff that I did in high school, like from Pink Floyd to Red Hot Chili Peppers so he listens to this song and I'm like Nick do you know when this song came out this was this, this song came out spring break my senior year and you love this song I think that's really cool for some reason I don't know it's just some music is timeless but um, and then you have some songs that are by the end of the summer like this one you'll be completely annoyed with and you'll never want to hear again it has to get
3: into a car commercial first
4: oh that's true because that's how they make money now yeah so again things
3: change or, or used
4: to introduce a politician that everybody hates, and then, then it's done. And
3: the politician uses it, and the artist has to say, don't do it anymore. Yeah. But what was the song that Fitz the Tantrums did? Was it Money Grabber? That's about two or three years ago. It was one of uh, the ones that I'd play on this show. So, because the whole idea of having a love interest that takes money from you.
4: Something post, post? There we go. What's the fun the money grabber. Money grabber.
2: Okay.
4: Okay. So older guy, too. He's got to be well into his fifties. Is he?
3: Yeah. So interesting. I heard him and his backup singer, or whatever she is, hate each other. <laughs> that's a business relationship that's gotta be tough to pull off. Yep. She's got a smoky voice. So let's talk a little estate planning. Um what do we need to know, because it's that's a big part of
4: retirement income. Mm-hmm. Um, having an estate. What is an estate? Everything you own. Okay. And even digitally. So you got to think about what do I own digitally?
3: It's kind of interesting that you brought that up yeah. because one of the things that I did in the last five years is I switched all to iPhone mm-hmm. because I was tired of, oh, I've got an album on Amazon. Oh, and I got an album that I bought on you know Google Play. So I'm just like, I'm going to go with iTunes and that'll be my digital music forever and ever going forward. So if I do want to write out Chili Peppers, just you know give it to the kid one day. I can maybe do that through an estate plan. <laughs> but you, who do always, it. you have to
4: have some talk about it. I mean, even access to passwords, um, your Facebook account, all that kind of stuff, it has to be now mentioned in your estate planning documents.
3: I saw something pretty interesting this week. Uh, there was a law passed tied towards if you share your password. If you use someone's shared password to get into data, it's a federal crime. So people do that all the time with Netflix, and they mm-hmm. do it all the time with other things, but it, it's geared towards at work. right? You know, um, something gets
4: fired. You take the password. You... Steal files. The, even the SEC, because we're a registered investment advisor, so we're you know SEC oversight directly from the SEC. And they, spring, two years ago, passed a law that said we couldn't hold on to passwords without being deemed as a custodian and then, and then have to actually file massive amounts of regulatory paperwork to do that. So we would have clients that, um, hey, can you just go in and rebalance my 401K? I don't have the time to do it. Here's the password. And we'd go in and, and make the changes. Um, you can't do that anymore. So no, I can't hold your password, but I could do a go-to meeting. You can type in the password and turn it over to me, and then we can make the changes from there. But we can't hold passwords anymore. That's fun.
3: What are the co- most common estate planning problems that you see when you're meeting with clients?
4: Well, the biggest ones that I see right now are have to do with people haven't updated their trust since 2012. There was a huge law change in 2012 that made it so that you didn't have to have what's called a bypass trust anymore for most families. So now now the way that the law works is that a married couple has about a little over $11 million that they can pass on to their heirs. And in the past, when the first person federal died, state? federal, okay. states all have their own deal. Okay. Um, federal At the federal level, if the first person dies in the past, that their money would have to go into a bypass or a credit shelter trust so that the spouse could live off of it, and then it would eventually go, go to the heirs. If that didn't happen, that first person would actually lose their ability to pass their half on. Now it's portable, and so the, the surviving spouse can just take the money into their own name, double their state credit, essentially, and then pass it on to their heirs. Now you have to be very concerned, though, if you pass away at 55 years old, chances are your spouse is going to get remarried, and then you have no control about over your half of the estate where it goes. I'm going to disagree
3: on one thing. <laughs> I think marriage is losing its popularity with people who are under 35 right now, and some people are just like,
4: I don't ever want to get married. Yeah, but there's a huge – with gray divorce – there's the growing phenomenon of gray divorce yeah, the grain of America. Yep. This isn't just a lot of marriages ending kind of shortly after the kids get out of college type of thing. And in, in retirement um, assets being split in half, but odds are there's still people want companionship. So you, you have to be very careful and say, okay, I don't, I might not need this bypass trust anymore, but I might need another type of trust that protects my half. So my spouse can live off of it, but it's going to go to my kids, not the kids of the second marriage
3: I don't need companionship as much as I need a Pokemon friend.
4: And Just a couple battles here and there, and
3: we play Pokemon with me. No, grown people are playing Pokemon. I know. You know what Pokemon stands yeah. for? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what Pokemon stands for?
4: I, po- I say Pokemon. Uh, Pocket it, Oh, okay. So, okay, my kids crack me all the time.
3: Not too long ago, in estate planning. Um, there was the year that George Steinbrenner died where there wasn't, like, an $11 million cap. He was able to die and pass billions and billions on to his kids without proper documents.
4: <sighs> there was another singer that died in that year.
3: Michael Jackson, maybe.
4: No. No. There was somebody else. But, yeah, for one year and one year only, essentially, the estate tax went away. Wasn't that fun? It was those same people, though, didn't get a step up in basis. Yeah. So, you know, whatever the New York Yankees were worth at the time they still, if they were to sold it, they would have paid taxes on the gain since Steinbrenner owned it. So it's always replaced with something. The estate tax is a ridiculous tax. I mean, the thought that a house that somebody buys in California for $300,000, they die, their kids inherited it, two and a half million dollars, and then could turn around and sell it tax-free. That's ridiculous. You know, Canada doesn't have an estate tax, but there also is no step-up in basis. You pay gains, taxes on the gain, Period. And so our system is just ridiculous. It really is. Um, the other thing, though, Rob, that, that a lot of families are struggling with is how do I leave money to my kids if my kids have a spending problem? So
3: Let's talk about that when we come back. Let's plug the seminar now. we got the Ten Pillars of Retirement Income planning Thursday, July 28th, 630 to 9, Tree by Hilton in Burlingame, California. CFP, Chad Burton, Michelle Lerman, and myself. I'll talk market conditions and investment ideas. A couple years ago, I talked about one of the the food stocks that paid a dividend that wasn't very sexy, and it's gone through the roof. So you're always going to learn something at these events, whether it's how to reduce your risk, whether it's how to draw down your accounts, social security ideas, low interest rate environment investing, that and much, much more. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's Thursday, July 28th at the DoubleTree by Hilton in Burlingame.
1: Call Rob Black now, 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money.
3: Good day to you. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Don't be shy. 800-516-1220 800 to each calls on the air. Talk about markets for sure. A lot of business leaders are lining up behind Hillary Clinton more so than Donald Trump. It'll be kind of interesting to watch the Republican convention starting today out of Cleveland as it will give us some insights into are people getting excitable? Is this man electable and other such issues? It's earnings season. IBM, Netflix, and Yahoo are all going to report tonight. But Bank of America started uh, the list of earnings today, and they beat average expectations for revenue and earnings. That's the lead today. Last week, we got a little positive out of J.P. Morgan. Wall Street rallied. What gets buried in the environment like this one right now is relevant news. Um, like the fact that revenue declined 7% at Bank of America while its income fell 17.7%. If I were to tell you that first, you'd be like, oh, that's not good. But I told you that they beat expectations for revenue and earnings. And you're like, "Ooh, that's good. Markets rallied last week on JP Morgan beating earnings and revenue. But if I were to tell you that Bank of America's revenues declined, like, do you see how this actually works uh you under promise and you over deliver in reality in life we over promise and under deliver hey honey i'm I me mean, just starting by calling a woman honey is ridiculously silly, right? hey, sugar <laughs> I can't use sugar, hey, sweet cakes no, can't use sweet cakes um hello, miss I'm Robert I'm six foot two, and I'm a little overweight. A little pudgy oh, this is actually, let's edit it to pudgy, right? Got a great job. I love to cook, love to clean. Love exotic vacations. Love hanging out with you. Looking for a soulmate. So you overpromise, when in reality it should sound something like this I'm really tired of life. I've been beaten down so many times that I don't know if I believe in love, but I'd love to get together with you. See if we can last more than two or three days. Reality versus perception, right? And we got a lot of perception going on on Wall Street. Friday was a mixed note of a market. Because we had an attempted coup in Turkey. Interesting. You don't get to say that all that often. But actually, if you look at the history of Turkey, you see a lot of attempted coups. Um, And it was defeated pretty quickly, it appears. And that's actually a negative for, once again, things in the world that cause Wall Street angst. Whether it's, you know, the UK leaving the Euro, the Brexit. Now we get Turkey who's trying to, like, say, we're questioning the United States and our relationship with. So we would have had another record closing high on Friday. It was just a little bit of selling interest at the end of the day. So some sense of resilience is underpinning things. Biden participants have put cash to work out of fear of missing out on further gains, while money managers are putting cash to work out of fear of missing out on future performance-based bonuses. There's been no news uh, tied towards, you know, the market recently that has upset the bullish bias. We continue to go up on a regular basis. There's no earnings news that causes us to go up. There's no political news that we feel wonderful about. There's no economic news. Nothing, not a zip zilch. The earnings results and guidance this week is going to offer some clear answers. The S&P Capital IQ aggregate second quarter earnings are estimated to decline 5.3% year over year. It's going to be a week of earnings. Big week of earnings. With 88 out of the S&P 500 companies due to release their second quarter results. We get to learn, will Yahoo be sold or not sold? Woohoo! Very exciting stuff. Um, Marissa Mayer. I longingly and sweetly tell you every thought of my mind. And I had such a crush on her. She had the killers play her wedding. Like, I'm not that kind of a big deal, but if I were that kind of a big deal, I'd have the killers play my wedding. She wears dresses, and I think dresses are awesome and very incredibly stylish dresses. And she's this beautiful blonde who also happens to be a tech nerd. Like, you're building my perfect woman here, right? And uh, then she speaks. And she speaks, like, to Kim Kim Maymentumbo. I think Yahoo is not for sale. And you're like, what? What just came out of her mouth? She actually hosts, like, pumpkin carving contests for the kids in her her neighborhood. She makes her backyard into an ice rink during Christmas holidays. She's perfect. She's amazing. She has a husband who's a philanthropic entrepreneur kayaking explorer um just a perfect human being right and then she talks
2: hey 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 let's go to switzerland together and go skiing
3: like oh no i'd be like i love you i want to spend the rest of my days with you i love you too i can't do it i can't get over that so i'm back to taylor swift i switch but anyway Yahoo gets the big news today. The final bids are coming in. So we're going to see how much longer Marissa Mayer gets to hang out at Yahoo. We're going to have to drop that clip. That stinks. That's one of my favorite clips. Eat on my Boston radio. Took away my, uh, I have an audio clip that I used to play from uh, Anchorman. The Scotchy, scotch, scotch in my belly, belly, belly. He took it away from me. Um, so I'm going to have to find it and get it again. But long story short, he's actually had an employee pay attention to my sound effects and take away the most controversial ones, which I think is fine. You know, it's not my radio station. That's a lot of backstabbing in the news game. I mean, you
0: have to, I have to watch your back.
3: It's not my editorial. Like, that's fine. So SoftBank announced a $32 billion cash offer to acquire Arm Holdings. And I'm wondering, why did Apple do this? Um, They got the cash. It's the world's leading semiconductor IP company. Offer translates to a 43% premium. Friday's closing. The news is expected to give a lift to the heavy traded semiconductor space. As speculation about other potential takeovers starts to, you know, take root. Well, if John's paying 3.2 times earnings for Sally or four times revenue then you can now start using the comparisons that they're offering up with other companies and what they could potentially be taken out for.
2: I love you. Take me out. (laughs) What a wonderful world it would be.
3: Stop talking, Marissa. Stop talking. So global equity is a little changed Uh, today. Again, after the weekend's Turkish coup. And seriously, doesn't it feel like you can't go a day right now without oh 80 people dead here oh 200 people dead there oh three police officers shot here oh two black lives and like you continue to it's like every day so wall street kind of gets used to it which is weird um tech consumer discretionary and financials are all outperforming that's worthy of note probably i think um pokemon go Pokemon Go. We'll talk about that in just a second because there is an investment angle. S&P 500 up, five. Dow's up. Nasdaq's up. Crude oil ever so slightly down. Um, gold doing its thing. Sitting at 1331 now. Silver a little bit lower. 10-year treasury sits at 1.57%. Elsewhere out there, um, other top stories include not going to be a big change this year in social security. Does that make you go woo or yay? Um, once again, not a big increase for social security. And I got to imagine if you're retired, you're like, give me more money. Or if you're Mr. Murat M- M- mayor, you'd be like, I want more money. So when you don't get it from social security, like you're like, where else are you going to get it? Right. And the answer is you're not. So our government has decided No big increase this year for Social Security. So, Pokemon Go, to me, when you hear about the success of it, you instantly go Angry Birds, you go Kim Kardashian Hollywood, you go, you know, what other big phenomenons have we had? Candy Crush, probably. So, this is a new mobile game, Pokemon Go, a game that runs on smartphones. Um, I went by the San Jose Museum of Art last week, And there was 60 to 70, maybe 80 people standing outside playing Pokemon Go at 11 o'clock at night. Will the phenomenon go on? Companies like Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Vuzic, uh, VU, ZI is the ticker, all could stand to benefit from it. Electronic Arts and Call of Duty's Activision Blizzard. You can find me online at robloxshow.com Don't forget I got a seminar coming up in Burlingame. You can sign up at Roblack Show on Thursday, July twenty-eighth.
1: Call Rob Black now. 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
3: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at RobBlackShow.com. It's RobBlackShow.com. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, got plenty to talk about, in my opinion. Uh, money, investing, and more. Some of the topics out there Yahoo's setting to get some final bids today, um, and they will be no more. Trump and Clinton are going to be center stage with both of their conventions and we'll find out if there's any surprises but we'll also find out a lot about taxes and minimum wage and dodd frank and infrastructure uh investments i love infrastructure investments between you and me love 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 them um every dollar spent creates about a buck 23 into the economy um so when you hear about that it's great now the downside is is that typically have to fund that with deficit spending so it'd be nice if we could figure out how to not do that but that's where the rub is it's always a rub um yahoo set to get some final bids i mourn that story because it makes me feel old i remember at one point in time i'm like i'm gonna go with the excite portal no i'm gonna go with the yahoo portal no i'm gonna go the lycos portal and I've been pulling for them. They're a Bay Area company. There's a lot of jobs tied towards it. You know, if Yahoo gets sold to a foreign company, maybe those jobs go away. Maybe those homes go away, They're those homeowners. And that makes me a little sad. Bank of America earnings top expectations. Commercial banking giant posted second quarter earnings uh, lower than expected. And down on a year over year basis, and revenues were down on a year over year basis, but they were better than expected. I don't like that story. Average American household approaching retirement has how much saved up? You know that you need about a million dollars to comfortably sleep. How much do you think the average American person has? Hmm, let me know, let me know. What do you think? According to current statistics, the average person between 55 and 64 has a nest egg of between 10 and 20 thousand dollars. That's not enough. When we need 1 million, the average person between 55 and 64 has 10 to 20 thousand dollars. Um, now, there's some positives. Some of them have a defined benefit plan. 32 percent, 56 percent are homeowners. 22 percent of those homeowners have paid it off in full, which is low. Um, we don't know exactly what their specific social security numbers look like, but the average yearly income is going to run about $26,000. Um, people who receive social security currently get about $16,100. So you add about $10,000 extra from either working or savings. So the average check per person receiving a benefit, uh, is random because if there's two spouses, uh, versus one. So the median net worth household financial situation of the group 5564 with 7% having less than $10,000 and 9% having more than half a million dollars, um, it's not good in my opinion. So I think everyone should look at their nest egg and come up with an idea on how big they want it to get and how they want to get it there. Retirees, beware, in my opinion, because Social Security checks are not going to grow at all next year. Their cost of living adjustments likely will be small to flat, from 0.7% down to zero. It's all tied towards the Consumer Price Index. People are resigned to it. Uh, They're not getting an increase, and they should cut expenses, in my opinion. Keep in mind, the average Social Security benefit is about $1,300 a month pre-tax. So, work with that, shall you? Vote for change. Vote for change. Just give old people more money. Let's continue to balloon the deficit. Or should you max out your 401k? It's kind of a tough question, right? The political song will come into tune over the next couple of weeks, um, for sure. Trump or Clinton or Mickey Mouse. Who are you going to vote for? It's funny how nasty this year's uh, elections are. Um, Over the weekend, we got a little more terrorism here and there. We got a little more domestic terrorism, international terrorism. It's sadly something that the markets have gotten used to. And I used to go back and say, okay, look at 9-11 as it was a buying opportunity on Wall Street because the markets overreacted on the downside. Now we don't even flinch. Get in a truck run over 100 people? Meh. Yeah. Kind of expected. That's weird, right? Um, digital media company Vivo, which is, they host a lot of the most viewed videos on YouTube. They're trying to expand their services. Could they get out of the world of YouTube? Hmm. Has Hasbro had some pretty good numbers. Um, they got Star Wars toys. They got Nerf toy guns. Uh, they're the number two U.S. toy maker, but Rock's Paper Scissors. I think you got to say that Mattel just doesn't have the catalog that Hasbro does. They've spent a lot of money to acquire Disney princesses like Cinderella and Snow White and Star Wars. Um, that's the downside: is that to be the leader of desire, you have to spend money. Anyhow, anyway, find me online at Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Facebook, uh, Crown4RobBlack, and uh, there you have it. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Big event coming up in Burlingame. You can sign up today at RobBlackShow.com. It's going to be an incoming retirement planning seminar on the 28th Thursday evening from 6.30 to 9.